my god, I can't believe it. I can't have sex anymore. I have a brain. It's just a typical Friday night waiting for some guy to call. I have a sexy young man who loves to fuck me and I'm fabulous. Stop. Boring. Welcome to the Sex with Men podcast. Uh, today, the episode is Are We Sluts? Which is are from, we sluts? Are we sluts? That's the question we're asking. It's ourselves a today. it's a huge question. I think that, that that this is something that we can all really dig into in our own lives. Decide who is the biggest slut amongst all of us. Yeah, that's know? true. But before we jump into all the sluttery, um, just for people that uh, maybe this is their first time listening to our podcast, this is Sex with Men. It's the Sex in the City podcast for masculine men who just want to bro down and watch Sex in the City with their bros, right? That's exactly right. This is season three, episode six, if I'm correct. Yeah, so um, if you want to get caught up with the past Sex with Men, podcast, Sex with Men podcast, then... Um, go then looking for that. Go looking for it, yeah. Do it. It's all, it's all there online. And, um, and before we go any further, I just want to say, if there are any women listening right now, this is a men-only podcast, so we'll, we'll just give you a second to find a different podcast. Let's, let's, let's give them like five or six seconds. Okay. Now that all the women are yeah, out of the room. Now that they're gone. What's up, guys? Finally, What's, hey, up, dudes. Bros? What's up? What's up, guys? How are you? There's nothing wrong with love and sex in the city. It's kind of beautiful as a transatlantic uh, podcast. Eric it is. is based. Uh, he's out there doing research so yeah. that he understands the show from the ground level. He basically is Carrie. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yep. I would say I out mean, of the bunch. <laughs> I mean, I, like, judging by this episode, I would say I'm more of an Aiden because I'm a really good guy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He is such a good guy, isn't yeah. he? Have he just you, wants he's to a, wait. He's, well, a, he's a super good guy. Is this have you is this something you've done? Have you have you purposefully held off on on sex in order to make it more meaningful? Oh my gosh, like like holding holding off on sex is uh, I would say better than having sex in almost every case. Like if you give me a choice, if you and you put a if you put a gun to my head, I'm not going to have sex with you. You know, right? Yeah, that makes right. sense. You're because okay, you're a man of principle, so right. of course you wouldn't. And it's I'm also a principled man. Yeah, it's a it's elongating and and kind of delaying that pleasure. And what's better than that? The delaying of the pleasure is almost better than the pleasure itself. I I, I, I hear you, man. I, I hate I, do the I same hate thing. experiencing the pleasure. I like waiting. Yeah. To experience the pleasure, yeah, that's way it. More. See, what people don't understand is that, like, to delay the pleasure means that sometime you're going to have pleasure in the future. Right? No, I'm beyond that. Right? It's it's all about delaying and not about the pleasure. So you itself. just never have sex. No, not you anymore. Spray, wow. You delay and, and and you walk away. But yeah. um, I think we're I think we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. We are. Sure. Let's, no. Yeah, let's do a summary no. okay. real quick. Yeah. Okay. Summary. All right. All right. Yeah. Summary. Let's actually just dive in because we're already talking about it with Carrie's story. So mm-hmm. Carrie is dating Aiden, yeah. uh, who is not who is not Paul Rudd. If you guys noticed, I didn't notice that. We, I thought we that was called Paul him Rudd. Fat Paul Rudd. Yeah. Yeah, like no one, no one. That's actually in my notes, dude. That's in my notes. Really, fat, fat Paul Rudd. Literally, just yeah. those three uh, words. So I uh, actually I did a little bit of research. I checked on IMDb, mm-hmm. and uh, the actor who plays Aiden is not Paul Rudd. What? Okay, wait. Is he related Holy to Paul Rudd? Shit. I, I I don't I don't know. I don't know. I didn't okay. get that far. Okay. That makes no sense. one really knows. That's so um, crazy. Okay, so, so so Carrie is dating Aiden, but he doesn't. That's how they save money. That's right. He doesn't want to have he doesn't want to have sex with her, and she's really worried that she's in the friend zone. It's a delightful upending of of dudes always being worried about being in the friend zone. Right. Um, and uh, so she's trying to figure out: is he a boyfriend? 
is he a friend? She does all kinds of crazy things. Like he smears an egg roll right on her face. Mm-hmm. Right. Friend, that's um, friend stuff. Then, mm. That's friend stuff. No, that, actually, she so. said she said that was that was a boyfriend thing because he like oh. moved his thumb. Oh. He moved his thumb across her face and like, oh, that's a boyfriend move. I see. Uh, got it. And then uh, the other thing I noticed is that uh, he did something to show that he was just a friend. He says, "I don't care what anyone says. Catherine Zeta Jones is hot," which I thought was a really just Very terrible, strange. Dig. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was happening in the writer's room there about around Catherine? Well, that's the question we've been asking ourselves the entire episode. There, yeah, Eric. we were uh, sort of. We were like, why is there a writer? Is it just a random assortment of words that they throw at a dartboard and then put them on paper? Because some of the the dialogues were real clunky. Is what I'm trying to say. It, it wasn't the least clunky episode of, of, of season three. That right? I, that is true. That is true. Right. From and I think all I, the other episodes, for so sure, that we've moving watched. on to the, to the rest of the episode and the rest of the characters. So Samantha is dealing with a little bit of a problem The herself. opposite, right? Yeah. It's the opposite problem. She's always mm-hmm. knee-deep in dick. Right. That, that right. one. Really, so she's really living tough. in an upscale building. Right. She lets a gentleman suitor come in at, at 2 a.m., lets him in, buzzes him in. But, Who wouldn't? Right. Uh, but then someone comes in behind that guy and then holds up one of the old ladies in the building. Yeah, robs them. Robs yes. them. Uh, which, uh, which is basically saying that she's such a huge slut that it affects other people around her right. negatively. Right. Answering the question, are you a slut? Right. So if, if for anyone keeping score at home, Samantha... Are we sluts? So Samantha is sort of identifying that way, or at least she's being identified that way by by her her building mates, which are all very old for some reason. And yeah, it's all old ladies. She's embracing it, though. That's that's her sort of uh, uh, her story arc. Is at the end she actually embraces being she a does. slut, but at she the does. same time she she left that building. So yeah. I I don't know. It wouldn't it be more powerful if she just stayed. And didn't give a fuck? Yeah. I, I think it you might be right. Be, it would be more powerful if she confronted those old ladies and right. said, like, yeah. you're old, um, you know, stop calling me Fuckenstein. That was that was one of my favorite Samantha Ooh, quotes that was not of the episode. A good, that was not a good line. I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, she said, she, the quote was, they practically called me Fuckenstein. So first of all, I've never called That's anybody Fuckenstein. I don't even know that existed. Was, yeah. Never yeah, been on like, the verge, even. I've never been, so how can someone practically call you Fuckenstein? <laughs> it's like the intern stumbled into the writer's room and was like, I have an idea. And they're like, sure. Yeah, yeah. What, what's your idea? Fuckenstein. It's in the script. Right. It's in the script. Fuckenstein. So um, <laughs> at, uh, at the end of Samantha's story arc, she moves to the meatpacking district. This was like, this was about uh, like seven seconds of plot that was just yes. kind of shoehorned into the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. She moves to the, to the meatpacking district, mm-hmm. which is uh, for non- New York is in the room, kind of a clubby, gentrified district up there, and they show four trans people hanging out to show that uh, it's a that, shitty neighborhood. So yeah, to, yeah, to, yeah, to show that it's a shitty neighborhood. And she but won't she be judged, that, right? Yeah, and that she she won't be judged. So they just kind of have four trans people as props, <laughs> as props. just at the end of the episode. Yeah. I no, no, no lines. No, no lines. No just lines. just no like lines. shimmying and swaying. And like making as, kissy as faces. They do. It yes. is as shitty they do. neighborhood decoration for sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, how um, accurate is that, uh, Eric, living in New York? Is that happening all the time in the meatpacking industry? 
I have to say it's incredibly inaccurate because in the show, uh, they show four four trans people in the meatpacking district. I've seen at least eight or nine, and yeah. like on a weekday, on a weekday. Do you ever take stills from the show and then go and match them up in real life? You know, Jake, I have to say all the time. Yeah. I would too if I lived in New York. I mean, that's the only thing I would do, I think. I, I wouldn't and have a job. I would just go around matching stills and be like, I'm in the place that they film this. Speaking of not having a job, everybody on the show except for Oh, this was our this Miranda. was our a yeah. segment we wanted yeah. to do actually yes. is yeah. guess what they do for a living. Only from this episode. Because we we I mean we had some ideas as to what yeah. they did. I mean yeah. we know what Carrie does, right? Like She's Carrie a is a writer and, and She's a writer. does a sex column. Um, right. what did we guess? Miranda's a lawyer. Yes, I yes, think that we was Miranda was a lawyer because, because that was, was the guy she was dating too. She was, was calling also him up. a lawyer. Um, Charlotte, Charlotte, she, 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 she's a fucking whore, <laughs> fucking bitch. Wow, <laughs> fucking whore. Whoa, wow. For context on the episode, Charlotte's uh, <laughs> synopsis is that she was with a guy who called her uh, a fucking whore and a fucking bitch. A fucking while they're having sex, while he was climaxing. Whore. Yeah, <laughs> you whore. And then he, for some reason, wasn't aware of it. No, he had yeah. uh, am- sex amnesia. Wait, is there a cute little phrase that we could come up with for sex amnesia? Um, uh, Got to work on that there, yeah. Uh, sex amnesia. Schizophrenia. Yeah, schizophrenia. Uh, <laughs> schizophrenia. I don't know, dude. Nice. I don't know. You just, you just shoehorn the fuck me or fuck, fuck in there. Charlotte, I it's think, booth, yeah. maybe she comes from money? As far as I can tell, she doesn't do anything. I thought we had uh, a theory, everyone, but I, I don't remember uh, what we theorized. The problem just is from we, this episode, what would you guess her her profession is? I would say I would say trust fund baby, interior yeah. decorator. Interior, oh my god, Dude. exact thing that I was thinking Same. was it interior design yep. or something. She's always very like pristine, you know. She keeps herself very very quaffed. So she, I feel like she would talk to you about feng shui or you mm-hmm. know some sort of wedge in some eastern philosophy to her interior designing but um do you know eric what she does in real life in the show um gosh i mean since we're pretending that this isn't the first episode of this podcast i feel like i should know <laughs> i feel like if you've been paying attention yeah have you been paying attention a hundred percent of been paying attention yeah so i don't know what samantha what do you think samantha does just based on this episode based on this episode there's actually there's no evidence that she has a job or but anything, if you had yeah. to guess uh, if I had to guess I would say um, I would say that uh, she like sits on the board of something I was gonna say she's an executive yeah 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 executive so something, I, yeah. I think she's an importer exporter oh I just something that, really boring I don't know what that means like just something boring I think that's what that she means, does that means that you're that you're in the mob usually oh well, she's importing and exporting dick. Like, that's part hey, of her profession. Hey, she exports dick? Fuckenstein. I guess she sends it out of her her place, right? You know, I don't yeah. know. Importer or exporter? Yeah, well, she, she imports a lot of dick into her old building, and, uh, and then... Uh, and then exports the, it out. The door. Exactly. Uh, and by the way, was it ever resolved that the guy she brought in was not the guy that shot that old lady? <laughs> I mean, they, we assume so. No, because he was with her, and the guy that... Um, oh, yeah. You know, oh, you're right. So, yeah, right. is the dude who came in behind. Depending on what time it is, it could have easily been that guy. Yeah, you don't know. They could have boned. Him. She they're passed like, out, you know. They're like, then, that guy, the handsome guy, is definitely not the robber. It's right. the weird guy behind him. 
Okay, so so then what did you think of um, what did you so Miranda's was interesting because she found out she had an STD, right? Yeah. Well, and, wait. I have I have a question for uh, Charlotte's uh, thing. Okay. Have you have you ever said in a, anything inappropriate during sex? Personally, never like that. Never yeah. like that. I, I've never I've never said anything that uh, that was uh, as far as I know that was inappropriate. But that the that, that's the thing you don't know unless unless you know someone someone tells you. So you just have to have a good rapport with your partner. You know, right? It's about communication, open and honest communication. And to uh, tell you if you go into fugue states, right? <laughs> if right. you just exactly if you hear voices and then those voices come out of your mouth in the middle of coitus, you want to know that. That's yeah. something that you want to know. Yeah. That's true. I've I've definitely never called anybody a fucking whore, no, or a fu- or a fucking bitch, no. Um, yeah, that felt like a caricature of 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 men. I mean, you know, it just was a, yeah. maybe a little too wacky, a little too out there. To, yeah, it was. He was, he was stomach, definitely but, a prop for a, to make a point. Yeah, um, which uh, what uh, what even was the point? It was the point was dealing with. Uh, that's a good question. I have no idea. <laughs> I think it's just the fun. It's the fun story. It's a fun. Okay, I guess he's asking her directly or calling her directly a slut, right? She's call, calling. Yeah, her a slut. right. That's what it is. Yeah, you're totally right. So she has to wrestle with that I, idea and this idea of actually like, being actively called a slut right. versus what she feels about herself, which we all right. know that Charlotte is the more stuck up, less you know, from all the episodes we've watched mm-hmm. that she is a little more uptight than yes. the other girls. I would say that's accurate. Yeah. Oh, sure. Right. So I guess if we, you know, we, we haven't really delved into Miranda's story a lot. Let's, let's talk mm-hmm. about that a yeah, little bit. Yeah, so, yeah. so, so she has, she has chlamydia mm-hmm. um, and she, she's, uh, she's talking to her boyfriend, Steve, and she says, I can't tonight. I have chlamydia, which we, we've all heard. <laughs> yeah. Let's be that's, honest. Let's sometimes be honest, you're the guys. one saying that's, it, you know what I mean? I mean sometimes that's one exactly. of the sexiest things I can hear, you know what I mean? I mean, mean when I decide like, to disclose things like that. Yeah. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Exactly. And so and so she she decides to contact all of her past boyfriends, mm-hmm. uh, including that that finance guy who gets on the phone is like, Yeah, 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 I'm busy. You got chlamydia. We all we've all got chlamydia. Don't call me again. <laughs> Men know? are fucking insufferable yeah. in this world. They yeah, are the, truly like, awful. The only yes. guy Aiden He's like, I'm trying to tell you you have a disease. He's like, I'm Busy. <laughs> yeah, so the only, busy. Only, I'm currently having yeah. sex. <laughs> Don't call me the, again. The only good guy in this episode is not Paul Rudd. Mm. Right. Mm. I know, and it, shouldn't it be? Shouldn't they have? Can't we like do a deep fake and just put Paul Rudd's face? Do you think guys who look like Paul Rudd are just cast as the you know good nice boyfriend? Yes. Just there's yeah, something I, about the face. What is it? A certain softness, boyish, boyishness it's a boyish to the face yeah. that says, oh, you'll actually be a good person. Whereas if they have a strong jaw, we know that they fuck like crazy and they're monsters, right? Is you that can, the idea? Yes. You can also uh, get away with so much if you're a Paul Rudd type figure, like in mm. real life. Mm-hmm, Imagine right. if someone said, yeah. oh, Paul they'll Rudd keep, they'll keep murdered someone. You'd be like, no, that's, that's inaccurate. No. It doesn't matter if he did. He could too boyish yeah too boyish too nice yeah what a nice guy you know who was boyish looking mm. jeffrey dahmer that's right think okay. about yeah, it I, I i would say that that jeffrey dahmer is a not paul rudd absolutely <laughs> he he could have been in this episode yeah um, so i i have a i have a little i have a little tidbit here uh from from the miranda storyline okay um so in the 
in the uh, final scene, I believe, with Miranda and Steve, um, where when they're talking about the chlamydia, uh, and Steve is like pretty cool with it. Steve is reading a book. Did you guys notice what book that was? No, I no. didn't. Uh, in gigantic letters on the spine, it said "Aquarium Owner's Guide." <laughs> so, what does that mean? Like, go back, check out the freeze frame. What, what, like, they, they selected that. But, yeah, uh, yeah, somebody it's a choice. It's a looking choice. at it now. It, like, what do you think? Like, are they saying that fish are sluts? I think uh, maybe wetness mm. of some kind. Mm-hmm. It alludes to the sexual act without, a, like, you know, this this show is is nothing if not uh, subtle. So yeah. I think that uh, they they are alluding a little bit to the sexual act without actually explicitly telling you that that's what they're doing with that book choice. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say that Steve is reading that guide um, because he is the owner of an aquarium uh, full of fish, aka a ball sack full of sperm. Mm-hmm. Um, I like and he, okay. he and he needs an owner's guide because he has chlamydia. Uh, his you know his fish have a little disease, and he needs to figure out how to handle those fish. Right? I like how to the, clean how, the aquarium. You're extrapolating a lot of information there, and I think you're dead on. I, I, yeah, I think it's exactly right. Mm-hmm. I Thank could, you. Couldn't possibly interpret so that. So, what other I was way. a little uh, brought back by was uh, Steve's sort of laissez-faire attitude mm. about having chlamydia and maybe mm. having it and then giving it back to Miranda and then them giving it to each other it, over and over again. There, there was a sex ed moment we were just watching before we spoke with you, mm-hmm. um, where he, they're basically she's basically like, no, he's like, I don't care if you got the chlamydia, and then she's like, no, you need to care because we're just going to keep giving it back and forth to each other, mm-hmm. and it's bad. This but that was like a forever, a back and forth forever. Um, uh, me and you and everyone we know reference. Uh, Understood. I love that movie. This is this um, is what passed for sex education in the in the nineties. This was sex 2000s. education. That's what we were saying. That's right. So yeah, it was actually like a, actually a good sex. conversation mm-hmm. for people to hear, which is them saying, "If you've got a fucking disease, go get it treated. Go get it taken care of." Because Take that's a that that's shit. a real thing. I think in some couples of having sort of past in, uh, urinary tract infections back and forth, for instance, things like that. And also the music choice when he's in the doctor's office and he's like, "I need a test of your the inside of your pee pee," and he's like, "Ooh!" He like literally holds his collar out and goes like, "Ooh!" That's also yeah. not how you. Um, not well, how I've ever. No, it's literally had a, just a, urine. A sex, um, sexually transmitted disease test. Um, yeah, no, I've I've never had a I've never had a cotton swab stuffed into my pee pee. No, no, see, I think they just like make shit up, and that's and also that, misinformation for people who may be scared to go to the doctor about getting an STD. So, it, which is it? Sex in the city? Are you a sex education place mm-hmm, for actual sex mm-hmm. education, or are you just making shit? Because up? Because any of the men watching this show, and they're out there, right? There's yeah. three of them that yeah. I know, yeah, including myself, yeah. Uh, they, All the minimum. They are not gonna want to go get tested. No. No. Because I don't want a cotton swab in my urethra. No. Who it's does? It's extremely painful. That sounds Anything goes awful. that goes in there. Yeah, it's not supposed to you know? nothing's supposed to go in there. Mm. So how did the how did the Miranda and her boyfriend uh, storyline wrap up? Was there was there a clear story arc ending to that? To I believe that I believe it was a classic Hollywood shrug ending. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Where just nothing really happened. They're just like, eh, it'll be resolved next week. 
because they only they only have 24 minutes an episode and they have four storylines you know mm-hmm. so they, they don't really have time to to wrap it up so there's so six minutes per per storyline that's whoa, like whoa 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 there math major <laughs> jesus i i, I did take I, I did get an a minus at pre-calc wow. um yeah. don't mean to brag but but yeah so that's that is actually a precious short time to to delve into story a storyline so then the theme of the episode are we sluts mm-hmm. are we sluts we thought it might be fun to 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 ask sort of are we sluts you know what's are the number sl- what's the number is there a number like somebody in the episode i can't remember it was carrie or somebody else says how many men is too many men that was 42 miranda. yeah 42 42 guys. you think that's too many yeah. that was miranda's count that's the correct answer. Is, is this is this our shocking question of the week, the recurring segment that we do? Yes. Show? Shocking question of the week. I mean, are we sluts? I'm not afraid of controversy. And yeah, I think we're courting it a little bit. I think that we're dancing. I mean, I'm self-aware enough to know. Yeah, I think we're right on the line. So we're we're dancing on the court of controversy. All right, I have a I have a question for you guys. Have you are ever made sluts? a list? Uh, I I uh, I have. It's it's gone now. I, I I got rid of it, but I, I have at some point made a list. It was it was it handwritten or was it on a computer? Like was it a Google Doc? Jake, I I'm almost a little bit offended. I think you know me well enough to know that uh, I was 100 percent a Google Doc. Yes, I I, I do know that about you. Um, I did. I hand wrote it. Why are and we talking I in the past stopped. tense? Do none of us have sex with the people anymore? I guess <laughs> I neither just, of you do. I stopped making lists. I'm like this now. I'm the Samantha of the podcast because you guys are in committed relationships, and here I am out there, you know, cavorting. Well, we're asking you, what's are you? How many? I think you know. I'll be honest. Like, how many is too many? I kind of think once you get above sixty, that you're getting into like a pathological territory. That you're talking about. You're talking about sixty years of age. Um, well, certainly there's something pathological about becoming 60 years old, uh, to the extent that your body is falling apart. Uh, I find that strange though, that you would put a number on it that you think is inappropriate. I coming, think that's, from coming from the Samantha of the podcast. No, but I'm I'm not saying you, you know you're you're taking you're taking my words and you're running with them because <laughs> what I'm saying is I think it's a it is a red flag when somebody has had sex with more than 60 people. Uh, Once I, it's, just, I just disagree flat out, flat yeah. out, William. I'm sorry, man. Tell me, tell me why. Just like you, I, I don't feel like you can put a number on it because yeah, like I, s- like like sixty people. What if you're sixty years old? You've had a you've had a lot of time. What if you're single for a lot of that time? You know. I mean, most people it's kind of bad. slow slow down in their forties, fifties, and sixties as far as sexual pa- partners go, and then ramp up in their seventies, and then ramp the right the right back up. Um, but but well, I just I just think you're being very sex negative, and uh, just this is a sex positive male podcast. Right, right. Well, I have opinions, um, and 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 the, my case is uh, the case that I make for sixty and above being. I just told you guys that that was like a a zone you should look at pathology in. That's where it, pathology uh, begins. I think is right at sixty, because I mean, if you're Okay, well, let's frame it this way. What's the number? F- is there a number for you? Are you just like, fuck anybody, as many as you want? Um, because I do think that there's a certain degree of... 
I don't know, danger involved in fucking a bunch of strangers. Um, from I, the disease I don't, I don't judge. I never judge. I don't care what the number is. And I've mm-hmm. had women be upset with me about mm-hmm. a low number that I didn't care about. Mm-hmm. They'd only had sex with very few people. Uh-huh. And I said, great. Right. I didn't care about it. Right. And they got really angry at me. And I right. said, how can I, I don't care if it's a ton. I don't care if it's a few. I don't care who your previous sexual partners are. I, unless they're, you know, Ted Bundy or something. But, you know, I don't mind. Either a number is not really important to me. I just want to. I just want to jump in. Ted Bundy was kind of cute. No shade if you did a Ted Bundy. You know that's I, true. I, I, We're yeah. he's. You know no what? I, you're right. Sex positive. I got to remember that. That's something I got to remember. Be sex, you want to be sex negative. Now, okay. what I will say is, uh, there's a friend of ours who is a bit pathological about sleeping with women. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's literally his doorman has called him Quagmire uh, because he takes a new woman home pretty much every night. Mm. And sure. I think you're right. It does sort of lead to pathology at some point. You're covering up something. Something. You're, you're, you're filling a hole. That's yeah. no pun intended. You're definitely filling a hole in more ways than one. Where, but, if we're talking uh, about if we're talking about like sex addiction, you know, that's that that's definitely another matter. Undiagnosed. Yeah. Well, that's, I, that's what I'm saying. Is I think it, it it yeah maybe undiagnosed, but I think again the threshold of when you need to start looking at the behavior with a, a more scrutinizing eye. Talking about yourself as a person, if you've had, if you fucked 60 people and you have no sense of ever slowing down, perhaps you're afraid of real intimacy on some level. It's more mm-hmm. of a, a cautionary thing. I now, would say. I'll ask this, I'll bring this to the group. Uh, have you ever had a woman ask you what your number was? Uh, and I think were, I you, have. were you truthful? And I was. Yeah. As was I. So I have another question for you guys. Who, yes. based on just this episode, are you? Who do you relate with the most in this episode? Oh, I think man, Carrie. That's... Carrie for Carrie? me. Why, why is that? Could you could you please expound upon that? Sure. I, I feel like Carrie because I have been in situations before where I don't know if they're my friend or my girlfriend. Are we friends? Are we girlfriends? And I've been both Carrie and Aiden in numerous circumstances. Uh, where, you know, we're, we're hanging out a lot, but are we, what are we? Mm. And that friend zone, that friend zone is such a, is such a huge thing. And maybe it even came from this television show though. It it definitely came from friends, but you know, the friend zone, the friend as a concept, as a concept. Mm. Good times. Will, what do you think? Uh, I, I guess, I guess it's going to be Samantha, I guess. But I'm not even as bad as Are Samantha. Are we sluts? How about you, Eric? Um, God, I'm. Uh, it's a toss-up for me between Steve, because like reading an aquarium owner's guide in, in bed is just a classic me move. It seems like something I would do. Um, and and so then you. also, and then also the four trans people on the sidewalk, because sometimes I just like to hang out on the sidewalk and, and not have any lines. I get you. Yeah. Who wants lines when you can still be in the show? And who know. wants lines? Nobody wants lines. Yeah. Um, so, okay, best moment, worst moment. Best moment, worst moment. Let's start. Let's start with you, Will, because you, you started the segment. What okay, I started the segment. It's only fair that I go. 
best moment. Best moment. Uh, best moment. Uh, I keep thinking about Miranda talking with her boyfriend about the chlamydia thing and like how she starts that conversation. Yeah, well, it all, there was just something that resonated to me about that, and also like calling your past um, uh, people you've been with to like be like, "Hey, mm-hmm. I got this thing. You should mm-hmm. know." I, I that's that is something I've received that call from somebody. Mm. And is, is is this a best moment or a worst moment? It's a best moment oh, to the yeah, extent that I think it's tr- there's truth and authenticity in it. Um, whereas True. the other yeah. ones are are sort of. Uh, I mean, Carrie's is probably the second second closest to reality, but worst moment. Uh, I think Fuckenstein was just just it's just the 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 quality of the quips and the writing is so spotty that that jumped out to me we talked about Mm -hmm. that when that happened i was like that's just a terrible line yeah so that's me fantastic um i think i can i can take this one here so uh i'll start with the worst moment uh the worst moment was the uh like from what was the moment right at the jump and it was Carrie saying um, that there are three things that real New Yorkers wait for. Do you guys remember this part? Yes, I was going to ask you about this being a New Yorker. Exactly. Yeah, we, so, we can't comment then, on this stuff, so we're excited. Yeah, the, the three things are a rent-controlled apartment, a chocolate souffle from Le Bernardine, of course the restaurant from uh, legendary French chef Eric Repair, and um, shoes uh, from Manolo Blahnik, uh, like that's apparently a sale at Manolo Blahnik. Uh, she said, those are the three things that real New Yorkers wait for. And um, like I saw, that's obviously from Carrie's perspective. She is, you know, an upper class white woman. Um, and... New York you say that with is such disdain. No, 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 no. I say it with stain, my friend. Mm. Not, not disdain. Um, but New York is just an extremely diverse city. There are a lot of people out here with a lot of interests. And and having lived in New York for a while now, I can unequivocally say that those are one hundred percent the only three things that real New Yorkers will wait for. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, how was the chocolate souffle? Uh, see, it is funny because I actually have had the chocolate souffle from Le Bernardin. <laughs> Yeah, I was watching the episode, and it's supposed to be like, oh, here's a funny little little high-class detail, and I, I actually have had the chocolate souffle. I'm it, not surprised. It was good. It was good. It wasn't okay. as good as the as, as the lobster. So thing. we know Eric is the carry. I yeah. don't know if we fully explored who everybody was, yes. right? I think you're the carry. You're the carry. Sure. I guess I'm the carry. Yeah. Are you saying that because I'm a blogger? All of the above. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot uh, data of similarities. That, that overlaps. Uh, yeah. so, I guess yeah. so. All right, so that that was my worst moment. My okay. best moment, my best my best moment is really an object. It's Carrie's laptop. There was a lot of love for Carrie's laptop in this episode. If you really looked, so first of all, she has the upside down Apple logo laptop. Those are rare. Uh, those only existed for a short period in the late 90s. If you watch the episode, uh, when you have the laptop open, the Apple is upside down. And it's because Steve Jobs wanted um, the person who's using the laptop to always see the logo upright. So when you have the laptop lid closed, the the Apple logo would be upright. But then when you open it it's, uh, upside down, and you always see that laptop on late 90s TV shows, mm-hmm. and it's insane. So the other laptop moment... I don't know if you guys caught this, but uh, at some point she pins a sticky note to her laptop that says romance. Romance. That's it. And like, is she yeah. taking, like, is she, like, is that what it says? Oh, she's a writer. She needs to take notes. Yeah. That was what one that word. was. It, we need to visually show her thinking about romance. So, so this was your best moment, but it's actually just a worst moment, but it's the best I, worst moment. 
I love to I love to hate it. I love the okay. the, the the badness you, of it. You felt something. Just, you felt something. She is a professional sex column writer and she she felt the need to remind herself to write about romance. I thought that uh, was great. Best moment for me was uh, when Miranda unceremoniously just said, I'm not in the mood, I have chlamydia. Instead of like talking yes. to her partner before <laughs> they got to the bedroom and yes. before he started to neck her and before he was like, oh, obviously like half chub in her, you know, near her butt. She was yes. like, I'm not going to talk about this until it's absolutely necessary that I do and I'm going to do it in the worst way possible. Yeah. Um, simultaneously best... Worst moment for mm. me. Mm. Best worst. Yeah, and you gotta you gotta love Steve. He's so chill. He's so like so chill. You, you got chlamydia. Cool. Cool. I you know we, I probably have worse than that. You know that's what he's that's what he was implying. Well, you know so so we call this show sex with men, right, guys? Yeah, sex with men. We do. So so I we had another idea for for a little segment here where you know what are what if the genders were reversed. Um, how would this all play out if if Carrie and the crew were all dudes? That it was Carrie like Carrie Grant, you know what I mean? Let, let's go through it one by one here. So let's start with Samantha. Uh, so what if a guy had sex with a lot of girls in a building and then a girl shot an old lady in the face? Uh, I think people would definitely turn the other way. I don't even think there would be a gathering of people in the, in the lobby they would see the behavior yeah. as so aberrant right. from a woman to have shot that that, that that would be almost irrelevant to the fact that he, that she How's snuck in, in because yeah. it's just so aberrant. Wouldn't even be a suspect. No. Right. They so, would okay. just be all the all of a titter about who the robber was. Okay, so then some so then um, Sam wouldn't get shamed, right? Not at all. So therefore that storyline just completely tanks. Yeah. Right? Doesn't, okay. Doesn't exist. And then um, Miranda <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, who, oh, I was, I was, yeah, I was gonna say uh, Miranda. What's, what's the, what's the sex with what's, men name for Miranda? I would say Mark. I don't know. Yeah, Mark. Uh, Mer- Mermanda. He, he makes. Mermanda. Mermanda is definitely better. That's the uh, winner. Yeah. Mermanda will uh, make a list, which is we've said is not uh, out of the realm of normalcy. And then calling uh, is still fine. Having a conversation with your partner but waiting until the last moment, still fine. Uh, I think that that plays out. I think it plays out relatively the same way. Okay, so you think that stays intact? I think she does. The, I she, don't know. She, I think she fucks anyway. Once the once the yeah. girl is like, I, I don't care. Right. And she's like, all right, fine, let's just fuck. But then we got. Then I gotta go get meds. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of with Will on this one. I think if uh, in the Mermanda storyline, um, <laughs> the the episode starts by her uh, getting the diagnosis of chlamydia, and that's the entire storyline, and it, nothing <laughs> happens. Yeah, that's it. They, there's yeah. the there's the the doctor saying you have chlamydia, and then no one else, no one talks. Yeah, no, about and, it. No, and no also the guy doesn't it. go ahead and call anybody either. No, I don't no, think. he just goes to the pharmacy, gets the pills, and takes care of it, and doesn't fuck any of the people yeah. he fucked in the past, right. maybe because he's always yeah. churning out new dude, new 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 women to bone. Yeah, so. or dudes, always or dudes, and and and, hey. and perhaps you just see like Mermanda and Steve just boning hard in front of Steve's aquarium. Yeah, that would be a, yeah. that would be an additive. Okay, yeah, so, sure. so so we 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 think that it's 
Her storyline is mostly intact, mm-hmm. right? Miranda Mer- stays mostly mostly. Carrie actually works a little better. I Carrie, would say. yeah, Carrie's whole the whole bit was the role reversal, uh, right? A girl was... who is hesitant to come into the guy's place, mm-hmm. um, and they don't know if they're friends or not. And she wants to take it very slow. Mm-hmm. Um, so Carrie Grant, you know, the guy, uh, he's frustrated. He doesn't mm-hmm. know if they're friends, mm-hmm. you know, or if uh, or if they're going to be romantic partners. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I think if you're talking about male and female stereotypes, if you gender swap the Carrie story, you don't have to change it. it like, no, it's the it's same story. So it's elegant. Maybe, it's maybe perfect. Less, it's beautiful. Less bathing. Less bathing. Yeah, less right. bathing. He yeah, bathes, less bathing. Right. Yeah. I don't think a woman would draw a bath for a man and put rose petals in it. It was, you know, it was a, that was a nice, funny moment, I thought, mm-hmm. when she, he draws up the bath and then she's just like, thank In you. the bath? And he's like, I'm going to go. <laughs> he's like, all right. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go. I got to go. Um, I'm going to take off. Okay, and uh, last but not least, Charlie. Charlie. Yeah, um, yeah th- 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 this wouldn't be an issue if, 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 if no, a guy's a guy, having sex. A guy would be super we'd probably all be turned on by it, yeah. and we'd be like, yeah, aggression. Let's do that. Yeah. Uh, I don't think men sort of turn away from aggression during sex. No. Or name-calling. Yeah. And, and and like if if you know if that was happening to me I'd be like I mean yeah I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of a fucking bitch like I, I get it that's, that's <laughs> I get that I, I get that <laughs> that's fair yeah. yes right. well I so think but even assessment. what that what they're saying would be flipped so it's almost like the chick would be saying oh you're such a fucking asshole yeah you're like. I'd what a man that. whore! What a yeah, you're like, like yeah! A you, guys, you'd be like encouraged by that. Right. Like, you'd be like, you'd want to fulfill the things that that she's saying to make the experience more pleasurable. And so then you, right. you know, talking with our with each other, our buds, you know, at the at the lunch table, uh, that's something that I'd bring up. I'd be like, wow, you know, she was saying this stuff, and it was yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. And then that's that's the end of the conversation there. So so the so the male sex in the city episode is approximately a third of the length right. of the it's female. ten minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's not too long. No, nothing really happens. It's not a very good show. <laughs> no, yeah. And then they meet up for brunch, and then they probably talk about other topics. Right. It's probably Sports. not just sex stuff. You know, the Mets. Yeah. Do we like to hear our bros' sex stories? I I don't ever. Yes and seek no. That stuff out. Yes and no. I I don't mind. I I like it when a dude is like super excited about a new girl or something sure and i'm like oh okay i can be happy but do, do for you, you. want to know the nitty-gritty though no i don't want to know the nitty-gritty i i think i used to and now i'm i, I don't i don't well just like the there, there's no more there's no more nitty-gritty to know once you hear you know, like you know, a couple of those stories you've you pretty much know all the details that could happen so unless something crazy happens like like a clown busted in on them you know like there's there's right. nothing like it's like oh yeah you, yeah you hung out with a new girl did you engage in the sex it's like great right. awesome yeah yeah there's nothing, there's nothing to tell <laughs> yeah like, so that's a good point did you, did you guys if she, well, if she did something yeah. if she did something extraordinary i think it's it's worth mentioning yeah like the clown thing but yeah. but but once you get <laughs> exactly. into like the detail details i'm sort of like am i supposed to just be fantasizing like creating these <laughs> images in my head and then and how am i supposed to feel about these images yeah. am i supposed to be like turned on by them right. in which case why am i voluntarily <laughs> being turned on by my friend engaging in any sexual act i don't want to hear about you guys masturbating much less about you guys you know i mean last sex week's episode woman. was all about masturbation you know we want to hear about those stories 
I, I guess I was the only one that shared them. So, oh, right, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. We have to we, we, we have to we have block, to head backwards in the podcast feed for that. Block to that all out. Um, uh, this, is, this, this is a great point to, uh, to 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 wrap it up and move on to the to the next episode. I think for 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 mm-hmm. next time, uh, let's wrap it up as we always do. Um, I need uh, I need three words from all of you d- d- describing the episode. I can go first. Uh, my three words are aquarium owner's guide. Okay. Those are good words. Jake. Uh, are we sluts? Ooh. Are we sluts? Ooh. Very yeah. good. Very good. Shit. Very good. Yeah. Will, take us home, buddy. Um, fuck you, whore. No, oh, that was good. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's, that's good. Strong, I, strong choice. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember that character's name, but he's gonna live on forever in our hearts. But not in the show. He was a very, he was a temporary character. Very just right, for this right, episode. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, from all of us here at Sex with Men, and from not Paul Rudd, uh, we just want to wish you uh, a uh, merry whatever season it is, because we don't know when this podcast is coming Hashtag out. Hashtag not Paul Rudd. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. Thank you. Uh, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.